Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have Antonio Bocanfuso. He's the Chief Content Strategist at Husky, based out of Canada. A warm welcome, Antonio. Can you introduce yourself? Hey, uh, Elias, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, yeah, I'm, I was born in Montreal, Canada in 94. It's been it's been three years that I've been running um, you know, the content side of Husky Media. And it's a, it's a pleasure to be on the show. On the show. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to sharing some, some value. Today, we're going to talk influencer marketing. And that's the first time we cover that topic on the Marketing Technology Podcast. So I would like to cover some basics for marketers that are listening. Um, and you are knowledgeable on the topic. So first of all, to have a right understanding for all the listeners and be on the same level here, what, what is influencer marketing? What do you mean by it? Influencer marketing is, um, you know, it's it's influence. It's like the the best, the second best thing to word of mouth is, is how I like to explain to, to new people coming into the program is that uh, we get real people to use, test your product and give an honest opinion about it. And usually um, when you run this as an ad, or even if you post this online, this can create influence where people will be like, okay, you know, it provides a level of social proof, uh, a level of credibility to your product or service. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of the more effective ways of, of content marketing now. So there's all kinds of influencers out there, right? On, online, on on um, social media, um, on on Instagram, of course, on on TikTok. When I'm a marketer and I'm responsible for any kind of brand in B two B or B two C, is 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 influencer marketing suitable for any business? Yeah, actually, you know, a lot of people use it uh, mainly for e-commerce. And, you know, the word influencer is a word that's been coined recently. But, uh, you know, I'd like to think that even back in the day when before the Internet, there were influencers in the marketplace. It was just they had a smaller uh, geographical reach. Um, but yes, basically any industry can benefit uh, from influencer marketing. So whether it's digital products, um, restaurants, e-commerce, uh, SaaS, it really goes a long way in every industry. So um, for the people that have seen uh, documentaries on it, on Netflix, the fire festival, that kind of stuff, what we're, in which we also see the negative sides of influencer marketing. Um, how do, do you as a marketer find the right influencer for your brand? Because there's tons of influencers and you know, I think it can be pretty hard to find the right influencer. Yeah, it's really funny you mentioned the Fire Festival. I'm a big fan of that documentary. I love but, it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, look, there, there are many types of influencers, like you, like you mentioned before. Uh, you know, there's nano influencers, micro influencers, and then just plain old uh, influencers, right? Macro influencers that have uh, millions of followers. And uh, the truth is, is that there is no real right answer as to okay, what what it is that that um, that you need exactly it usually is a decision that is based on cost right cost and effectiveness we found right and and our our goal here at Koski is to provide the highest level of content at the most affordable prices and the reason that we pick nano influencers and micro influencers is because the content that they generate although 
it's not uh, uh, it doesn't provide a huge lift on the sales part if they post it on their own profiles. What happens is that that content gets repurposed in longer form ads and provides the credibility necessary for their other content, right? So that when they're they are running ads, they can see a significant lift in conversion. I don't know if that makes sense. Let me know if I if you want me to go over that. Yes, it it does make sense. But you're talking about nano micro influencers. What 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 are the different levels of influencers? How would you categorize them? Right. So the way that I see it is that the first benchmark is five thousand followers, right? So and when I say influencers, you know, usually someone thinks Instagram influencers, but mm -hmm. there are also LinkedIn influencers that which are great for you know usually B two B. Uh, services, but for this purpose, we're mainly focusing on e-commerce. So uh, we'll talk uh, Instagram influencers, but then there's also TikTok. So for the sake of the conversation, we'll start with Instagram, and that's that's really the 5,000 follower benchmark is where I would qualify the nano uh, part. So 5,000 and left left less is is nano, and then mm -hmm. between 50 or 105, it's like micro. And then everything above is macro. So there are really three levels to this. Okay. Is there also three levels of pricing? Yeah. Yeah. So usually below a hundred uh, below a hundred thousand followers is where you know things are a little bit more affordable. Um, you know, and then below five thousand is really where the sweet spot is because this is where um, you can get away with paying almost nothing uh, or even getting content for free in exchange uh, of free merchandise. And this is really where uh, we excel at um, because it's very easy to build great relationships with these people. And usually they really represent the right demographic. And sometimes you can get some really, really stellar content. What's, what, what, what is talking about that pricing? So what, what is the typical KPI that, that the pricing is measured on? Is it, is it per post or per view? How, how is it priced? Right. So usually you try to negotiate a package deal with the influencer. And the reason for that is because you want to get the most out of it since you're um, you actually want to forego them posting. This actually encourages them to do more for you. Right. So if you tell them, you know, for example, let's say this person is not really into fitness and you have a fitness product. Well, if you force them to post, they may be less inclined to work with you. Right. Because they're like, oh, well, I don't really post much about fitness, but I love to work out. So by allowing them not to post, you can negotiate, okay, can you do three pictures, an unboxing video and a review video, and I'll give you the product for free, or mm -hmm. I'll give you a hundred bucks, right? Um, or whatever that price is that you'll negotiate with them. And usually they'll actually take that deal. So you're actually walking away with lifestyle photos, which are, you know, as we know, very difficult to generate on, mm -hmm. on our own. Yep. Uh, an unboxing video and a review video, all that for a free product and maybe the cost of shipping and a little extra. Uh, so it's really, really great value for money. Is it is it um, hard for brands and marketers to find the influencer? Is there a directory or is, the, is it always, uh, yeah. uh, let's say, necessary to have an agency in between? How does that, let's say, pragmatically or work in practice? Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a really great question. And for everyone listening, you know, being a self-made entrepreneur, I want to say that the answer is yes, you can do it on your own. It is a, a work of labor. Uh, so if you have the proper systems in place, you definitely can. Um, so for example, doing outreach on Instagram, setting up cold email campaigns, uh, cold uh, outreach campaigns on LinkedIn, 
these over time will yield great results. They won't yield immediate results. So if you're if you're in need of something now, right? You're launching a product in the next couple of weeks and you need something done quickly and you need volume, it's better to go through an agency or through a third-party platform. Uh, but the problem with the third-party platforms is that since there are so many users, sometimes the same person works with niches that are very similar, mm-hmm. uh, promoting the same kind of product. So you want to be careful of that. But yes, you can definitely do it on your own if you have the right systems in place. So that Antonio, that's that's a lot of information you shared in just a few minutes, and I think very valuable for our listeners. As a final question for marketers that want to start user user use influencer marketing, what are the pitfalls? What what have you seen that went wrong, or things that you know people should take care or take take notice on? You know what? How how can you avoid making mistakes in hiring influencers? Yeah, no, I think that's an amazing question. And the reality is, is that as time is going, we've seen that the engagement rate of bigger influencers are going down, um, that it's not, you know, paying someone with two, three, 400,000 followers uh, will not really move the needle as much as you would hope. And -hmm. sometimes people end up spending thousands and thousands of dollars looking for that quick win. Uh, the, and the biggest pitfall is to not build a relationship with these people, right? Because these are the people that you are working with. This is like a team. It's, it's like a, it's all, they're almost like your customers, right? You want to treat them as your customers. If you have a loyalty program, you want to involve them. Um, people think people see this as like a quick win. And, and unfortunately it is a lot about building relationships. It has a lot to do with um, the old good old fashioned PR, right? So there is also, you have to, you have to build relationships with, uh, with journalists in order to be successful. It's not just sending out those press releases. It's not just sending out free products to, to bloggers or whatsoever. You need to build that relationship. And to me, it's, it's great to hear that it's works the same with, uh, with influencers. So Antonio, thank you very much for being on the show. I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile. So Antonio Bocanfuso, there's only, I think one of, one one person with that name so it won't be easy it won't be hard to to, to find um of course i'll also um share a link to your website so people know where to find you should they want to know anything about influencer marketing and you know again thank you very much for being on the marketing technology podcast thank you for having me thanks for listening to this episode of the marketing technology podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or itunes Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.